this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is the true story of a New York City boy with big town hopes and small neighborhood dreams of becoming BFFs with the Real Housewives and other Bravo celebrities. Then, one day, that dream actually came true. Let me take you behind the velvet rope. Welcome back to our sit down with Katherine Edwards. And if you haven't heard the first part, we really talk about the aftermath of what happened on Twitter after we sat down with Katherine. Really, Lisa Vanderpump chimed in, Camille Grammer chimed in, Katherine does not back down. And the next thing you know, this podcast, Sit Down with Katherine, was all over the news because of what went on with Twitter involving LVP and Camille. That's kind of what we talked about during the first part of this sit down. We talk about the reunion. We're about to talk more about the reunion, Denise's exit, who we recommend. So check out part one, and this is a continuation of that. That's why I think the second year, I have a feeling Garcelle is gonna have a horrible year. I think they're gonna come for Garcelle. I listen, if they come for her, they better they better have something on her then that's legitimate because she is not gonna be easily played. No, especially now. She'll she'll say, I mean it will be on camera. She'll say, You all did this to Denise and you're not doing it to me. And in and, and they will try. But I that's why she has to have someone good. She needs she needs a good sidekick someone that you know i hope that they let her recommend the new housewife and, and interview her recommendations do or you, someone who what well i was gonna ask you so if we go back to the past so okay so you're living your life happily so you don't necessarily want to come back but anyone from the past that you would i don't personally i don't think it should be brandy that's just me no way. No, 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 no. That's not going to be a Garcelle girl. No. And no one's going to come back. That's my, no one's coming back. But just like in a fantasy world, who would you want to see back? Like maybe, like, or who do you think would be good with the current cast to come back and kind of get in the mix? Who? 
You know who I would love? Who? But she would be a pistol. I don't know how they, if they get along, I'm not saying they don't, but I don't know if they're, they're, they're a friendship, but what about like Vivica Fox? She would light that place up. She's tough. She's tough. She's tough. Does she live in LA or any, I don't yeah, even know. She, well, oh. I think she does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Vivica goes both ways. Vivica can be so polished and so Beverly Hills and so on point, And then she can get down and dirty. She would be good. Someone else said Nicolette Sheridan. I would love to see Nicolette. Nicolette doesn't play either. She she takes no prisoners. I told you that the other day. That's my number one choice. Holy cow. That's a can of worms, though, because, you know, Renna and Harry and... Well, were you... Did you see the whole thing? Like, I guess it was last year. Did you see the whole thing? I don't know the exact date. Like, on Twitter, where... Harry saying that like Nicolette there was there was already this fight about how Nicolette left Harry like Harry said that she went to a Michael Bolton concert and that was the end and he left her and she's like that's not how it ended like our marriage was already over like it was mutual and then Rinna was like thank you so much Michael Bolton um (laughs) so she already has beef with Rinna when she was oh, married yeah. to Harry Hamlin. Yeah. And that that was the time that the, there's a mutual friend. Um, there's a mutual friend with Rena, uh, Nicolette. Now the, the mutual friends, I don't think she's friends with Nicolette anymore. But that there was a time when we were all going to Michael Bolton concerts. And I remember Michael Bolton was like trying to hook up with like all of this woman's friends. And so I think that she did hook up with Michael Bolton probably at that time, but the marriage probably was over. Nicolette's no, uh, she's, she's, she's not, um, she's, she's strong. She's a strong alpha woman. Really? Oh yeah. Yes. You like know her well. I don't know her well. I don't know her well. I met her, I met her, um, I mean, I know her. If I saw her, we would definitely say hello to each other. Yeah. So. I think think my husband dated her years ago, before me, before I knew him, but, um, yeah, we have mutual friends. And, but I, I don't think that Nicolette would do it. You don't? I want to say no. I could be dead wrong. I thought she would, and what do I know? I just thought she was on Dynasty, this reboot of Dynasty. She left because she had a sick mother. I don't know if that's still the same situation, but also let's not forget, Nicolette went after Mark Cherry. Like she must have balls. She has balls. She has balls. She would be great. There's nobody that I would like more, to be honest with you. She's she's really, I think, into her horses and living the ranch life. And I don't think she'd do it. I don't, I mean, I would love it if she did that. I mean, only as like to watch. <laughs> That's not nice of me though, because that would be crazy. But she would what? not come in. I mean, Rita would not know. be thrilled. No. I don't think she would. And maybe in, in you know, and I guess, and honestly, I shouldn't say that. I, 
would like to see that because that would probably be not nice. And that's real. You know what I mean? That, that could be bad. So I, I don't know if that's a nice thing to wish. What about, because you mention of Heather Locklear. I mean, I think she's not in the place to do a TV show at the moment. I think that's a, a personally, in my opinion, I wouldn't ask someone who's had so many issues with um, substance, you know, I, I just think it, for someone who's already has a rocky past with substance abuse and can't handle conflict or I, I just think you're throwing them into a really tough environment. It, I don't, I, I, do I think it's, you know, emotionally, mentally good for people for the most part? No, no. And she has way too much baggage to, to you know, they, they'd be coming at her with all sorts of things. That's not nice. No. I mean, she knows Rena from Melrose Place. Yeah. But, I, I mean, does she need the money? I don't, I just, why, I just think, why would someone, if you don't need the money and you have a good life, and that's, this is a perfect example for me even asking myself, although I didn't have like a career where people could come after me, but why, why would you disrupt your nice life? Well, I do. I mean, that, yeah. Right? I don't know. Right. It's, well, I mean, for all these non-actresses, these non-Beverly Hills women, I assume most of them do it for fame because it literally is $60,000. So if you... It costs you money with hair and makeup. Oh, you, for a hundred percent, you, you lose money in the beginning. And, and especially if you're trying so hard to sell yourself to get a second season. Yeah. No, I don't think, I don't know. So like the people that are already known, right. They're not doing it for fame, but well, you could argue it. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not shocked about Denise or Teddy, I'm shocked about Garcelle wanting to come back, coming back. I mean, she has the real, I don't know how much you get paid to be on the real, but like, to me, Garcelle is like a real person. I mean, that's the other thing I think about Housewives. Like, there's no end plan. Like, the more you're on the show and you act like a certain way for so many years, like, you're not getting a real job when it's over. Like, you've already fallen downstairs, and I'm not judging, but like you've already taken it so low, you're not getting a real job on The View or, or anything. Garcelle has like a real job now at The Real. Yeah, I could see Garcelle. You know, she holds herself the same way she did this season and doesn't get into the down and dirty squabbles and, you know, talking about the stuff that the other ladies talked about this year. I yeah. think she I don't, I, I think she can, you know, rise above it. And that's true. I, I agree. And they're talking about, and they're talking about, I mean, the rumor is Kathy Hilton as a friend. No way. She's not doing it. No. I, I mean, I don't think so. I don't know why she would. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, you, you don't need the money. And she's already been on and off again with Kyle and, you know, and, and this, that's real again. That's a real family. Do you really want to put that out there for 
everyone to take a swing at and, and have some real problems? It will 100% be out there. I, I just, I don't know. I don't think, I would counsel against that. I would too. Yeah. There's, I mean, so, many, there's so many people in LA. There's so many women in LA that would probably be great and bring it in. in it has to, Garcelle just needs like someone that's a good fit for her. Someone that is kind of, you know, very, uh, you know, common sense, straight shooter, knows who she is, isn't going to take any of this, you know, bullshit gossipy stuff. Who else? Like what other actresses? I can't think. I, I mean, I, nobody would make me happier than Nicolette. Nobody. Like she is I just. That, I don't know that Nicolette and Garcelle would be a good fit though. Really? Mm. I don't know. Nicolette will take it there, right? Like she'll just do what she has to. I think so. Yeah. Well, that would make for great TV. And she comes in, she comes in, um, and she's not intimidated. That's the best thing to say about Nicolette. You know, where if there's a, a room full of gorgeous women and everyone's got their own thing and everyone is somebody and whatever it is, right? It's it kind of with women within you know, an hour, there will kind of be a little bit of like a pecking order. And, and then the ones that are, see themselves the same, they'll stay away from each other. And that's kind of how it goes. And Nicolette's the type that she will, she'll not take smack from anyone. She would be great. But I don't know if it's, if, if that's Garcelle's girl. I don't know if that's who Garcelle needs. No, she might need someone more level-headed. Yeah, just, and I, and honestly, I don't, I haven't seen or talked to Nicolette in so long. I don't even know where Nicolette's head is. I don't know. Maybe she just rode off into the sunset and said the hell with all of that. And I just want to live my life. And she has her dogs and her horses and she's living a really good life. And, you know, maybe she just doesn't want any of it. Well, she was great on the Dynasty reboot and she left by choice for, to help take care of her mother. So yeah, to your she, point, maybe she's has hmm. other priorities. It would be nice if they could find another multiracial Hispanic, Black, someone that, you know, someone else than a, rather than just another LA. Blonde. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to find the right words without saying anything that anyone could like swipe at me. <laughs> I know, and then I thought of like Latoya Jackson, but she's too nice. She's, no, she'll she's, she'll melt in the wind. Yeah, because she's yeah. good friends with Kathy Hilton. Yeah, there's got to be someone. I'm sure that Garcelle knows some, and I would hope that they'd go to her and ask if she has any suggestions, because she needs <laughs> he needs someone that's more, you know level-headed and calls it like they sees it see it and, and doesn't want to doesn't want to just say something for a story 
you know, and, and, and you know, it, to some degree, I think Garcelle did that a little bit when she asked Erica how the sex was with Tom. I mean, that was a little bit of that. I mean, that was kind of for me gratuitous, but okay. It's good that she asked because I think everyone wanted to know anyway. And she asked Sutton how much money she has, which everyone <laughs> also wants to know. I mean, I, I would like to know that. Yeah, she, she, you know what I mean? So she did those things, which I don't think Garcelle necessarily, if it wasn't, you know, a TV show and cameras were rolling, I don't think she'd ask. She really doesn't care. But, so she'll do those things, but I don't know. That's a tough one. I, they, I'm sure they, it's already been cast or they're close to it. I would think so. Yeah. The rumors would, will fly in soon. Right. I mean, Chris Jenner is not joining the Housewives. No. Newsflash. No. They asked Jenny Garth at one point in the past from 90210. Do you know her? Mm -mm. She played Kelly Taylor on 90210. I think she's too nice also. They're going to have to now, especially with Erica and Rena teaming up together, they're, they need to get someone in there like a Nicolette. Oh, boy. But I, I, that could really be ugly. I, don't, I, I, can't, I can't with a good conscience say that I want to see it because it might not be nice. I feel like even people with like balls of steel don't realize what they're walking into with this housewife's world. Well, I think now because it's gotten so much worse. You know, it, it, it wasn't always like that. Now it's every year, it seems that it gets more and more cutthroat, nastier. The things that they, they say and do are to me just, I feel like the envelope is being pushed more and more every season. Like, do you think if you were, like, came in this past season, do you think it would have been different? Like, it's gotten worse? Like, it would have been more game on than even you experienced during Munchausen season? I mean, I, you know, I guess, but I think it also has to do with the cast and who they cast. You have to look at what, you know, in, in, in for that instance, I think Denise Richards was, was a good person to cast because she brought this. <laughs> and is this, is this season, was this a popular season for the show? Did people like it? I thought it was great, but... I mean, the criticism is a lot of people think that Beverly Hills, unlike every other franchise, is a one-hit wonder. Like, last season, it was all about a dog. This season, it's all about a potential lesbian hookup, or girl-on-girl -girl right. hookup, I should say. I shouldn't say lesbian. But, so people feel like they're tired of these, like, one storyline becoming the entire season. But that's what they do, because they don't, they, they, go after someone there is like a someone that is going to have their head chopped off all season and be the person that's going to get beat up on they don't have the interaction with the castmates like new york In new york there's so many different relationships going on and squabbles in every episode there's something it's fun it's funny you laugh you, you cringe new york for me is hands down my favorite hands me down. too that's the best one. I mean, more happens in one episode of New York than like the whole season of these other shows. But those women, I feel, are really real. 
they're not putting on, they're not, they're not actresses and they're not putting on, um, I mean, they're doing things obviously for the show, but they, I think that's who they are. But that's, I don't think that that's, I think everything with Beverly Hills is well thought out and it's a chess move with everything. I think they need to get someone, I think the show needs to get someone who, like a Sonia Morgan, that's just going to let it fly and not think about it. They don't have anyone like that. No. Well, that could be the difference between New Yorkers and Los Angeles, Los oh, Angelinos. It, 100% it is, David. 100%. That's the difference. One, one city completely lives their life in their truth and says it and calls it like they see it. And the other ones are all manipulative, conniving, cut you at your knees when your back's turned. And they're nice to your face. 100%. I mean, that's why New York is so great because there is this major drama and then they just get it out and deal with it. And then they're like, and I'm very much like, I mean, I'm not really, I don't get into drama, but like, if I'm mad at you, I will be over it within one second. And I don't, why are we still talking about this? That was three minutes ago. Like, let's move on. Right. Yeah. I'm so that way. But that's, I mean, that's what makes a great show because they all move on. Yeah. And in, in where Beverly Hills, everyone stops talking to each other and they're not willing to, it's, it's, again, it's that alpha female thing that everyone wants to be the top dog, I think. Do you think any, besides Rinna and LVP, like, do you think the other women are producing also? Like, is Kyle guilty of that? Is Erica guilty of that? Like, try and manipulate storylines? I don't, uh... Or that you saw? No, uh uh-uh. I didn't, I did not see Kyle doing that. And no, I didn't. And even when I think that they wanted her, they wanted her to do certain things if it wasn't truthful for her i what i saw in my short time she didn't do it and she didn't do some things to make a better scene she did what was her truth and um i honestly erica i don't think she cares i i think she's just there to promote herself um but rena Rena, I could see trying to, you know, do some things or, you know, letting, Rena's more about letting them know probably what she's willing to do or what she's game for. Whereas I think LVP was just the best of trying to produce. And, you know, and, she was, she did a good job at it though. I mean, as much as everyone wants to, you know, hate on her for doing it, in a lot of ways, she probably made some good shows. She, I mean, she was a part of making a good season. Well, Vanderpump Rules is a great show. Thank you. And, and, and she's, she is a very, very big part of, I mean, isn't she an executive producer on that show too? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's arguably the best show on the whole damn network. Oh, really? I've never seen it. It's good. Okay. Well, maybe I, I need to... I, could I mean, just picture, like, I mean, this is an oversimplification, but just picture 
the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but 20-somethings that are poor, but now they're not. They have money now, but that were true waitstaff living in, you know, small apartments with no money. And I mean, literally, when I tell you these are real relationships of like, this one slept with that, I mean, it's real. It's not like, whether it's produced or not, I mean, it's truly, really, everyone has slept with everyone else. And it's just... That's that age, though, that they'll do those things. See, maybe if, if, if Real Housewives of Beverly Hills went a little bit younger, you'd get a little bit more of that. Well, I think that's the new trend. I mean, it worked in, I mean, they, well, not at work. They did it in the OC and they did it in New York. And I mean, it's a conscious thing in New York, I know, that that's like, it's going to be, you know, 30s and 40s. I think that's the age to where it's a little bit more um, just kind of off the cuff and living life and not being so calculating and and, um, manipulative. I mean, I think it'll be a new show without Denise and Teddy if they get the right people. Because if they don't, I mean, the combination of Kyle, Erica, and Rinna, they will overpower the newbie. Like, you know what I mean? They, they need to get these strong people. Somehow I see Dorit going to the other side. I see her with, like, oh, there's already cracks with her and, and, and Kyle. And You think she's going to go with Garcelle's side? Or you think she's going to? I do. I think she might too. And I would tell her that I think that that, but what about Kyle and Garcelle? I think that's going to escalate. I don't think there's going to be anything solved. I think that's going to come back and be like tenser than ever. Really? Because it kind of got even worse at the reunion. And then once again, there were all these tweets afterwards of Garcelle being like, I don't, because I mean, it is kind of, there's certain things that are below the belt. I think. What happened between those two? I mean, I never saw really anything where I would say it's not fixable or it was real. No, I don't think there was, but I mean, Garcelle just said, you know, Kyle wasn't welcoming. It, part of it was watch what happens. Garcelle was on watch what happens. And Andy said, who was the least welcoming? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Do you ever ask yourself why are so many dogs suffering with health issues? Well, actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 1,600 dogs through her foundation, says she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, says there's one place we can look to support any dog's health, their food. So she decided to create something she could actually feel good about feeding her dogs, and it's called Superfood Complete. Superfood Complete is the only food I use for the dog in my life, Doherty. Why? Because Doherty's health is so important to me. Doherty is so picky. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But he loves this dog food. What do I love best about Superfood Complete? The fact that it's made with over 30 of the healthiest ingredients on the planet. But don't take my word for it. Go to badlandsranch.com slash velvet in order right now to get 
50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S ranch.com slash velvet today. It's sandal season, and that's something I used to wait all year for. But now with the new Croc-style sandals, I embrace those feel-good summer vibes all year long. And you can too. I love Croc's new getaway sandals. With their new feel-free technology, they're so light and soft, it feels like you don't have shoes on at all. It's like walking on clouds. They're Brooklyn sandals. They're so stylish and sophisticated. They have a classic style and a modern simplicity. And let's not forget their new Miami sandals. They're an elevated silhouette and they have a slight lift, which I love. So thanks to Crocs, these aren't just sandals for a single season. You can wear them year-round. And that's what I love best about Crocs because being this comfortable transcends a single season or a single vacation or even a single moment. It's a mindset. Thank you, Crocs. And right now you get 20% off your next purchase at crocs.com. Just use the code sandals20 at checkout. That's sandals20 at crocs.com for 20% off your purchase. Do you remember Tuesday, September 20th, 2016? Because we do. Because it's the day This Is Us premiered after more than 70 million of you watched our trailer and made our show go viral. I'm Mandy Moore. I am Chris Sullivan. And I am Sterling Brown. We are your hosts of That Was Us, a rewatch podcast starting May 14th. Listen to our episodes wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll be able to watch our episodes on the That Was Us YouTube channel. And she didn't have a direct answer. It took her a minute, but I think just by process of elimination, she was like, Kyle. And that did but, not work. Garcelle Kyle. didn't really like Kyle. And Kyle, Kyle would maybe say, I liked Garcelle. I don't know what her problem is with me, but Garcelle didn't like Kyle. Right. That could change. Gar- Garcelle may end up liking Kyle. Maybe. Although this whole way of ending it, it's caused the thing on Twitter where Kyle is saying, I mean, it's cleared up now that Garcelle didn't pay that $5,000 that she donated and she just raised her hand because she was on camera. I mean, that is kind of a low blow to say. Like when it gets into like not giving money to charity, I don't know, I'd be, like there's very few things that upset me. Like if someone said that about me, that kind of goes to your moral character. Sure. That like you really didn't. But Garcelle said it was just an oversight. She thought she paid it. I believe Garcelle that she thought she paid it. That's, That's nothing. And they kind of cleared it up now, and where Kyle has said, yeah, it was an oversight, and it's paid, and all that. I could see those two getting to be closer. And Garcelle just coming for Rinna, because she's not having it with Rinna. Garcelle, I don't think will... Right, I don't think that she'll go for Rena's like, like, those little kind of contrived jabs where Rena just throws something out there because she thinks it's nice or it's a good move for the show. I don't think ourselves is going to play. And you, and you do think that that is Rena, that it's not her other side where she says, I'm a truth seeker. It's not for, because that's her claim. It's not to make a great show. I am just a truth seeker. And if there's no draw, like, I just want the truth. And I don't really, that's her, you, 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 you don't buy it. That's not the Lisa Rinna that I knew. That's, I mean, she was, no. That's not who she was. Maybe that's her show and what she's kind of morphing into a little bit more, but no, I mean, mm mm-mm. 
I mean, it will be interesting, I think. You think they should go a little younger? I do. Personally, I do. I just... I feel like you get to see people making... making real life choices more rather than, you know, women our age are, we're just kind of established and we're not much changes anymore. Sure. There's a divorce, whatever, but it's not, there's not a lot going on where, you know, you're, you're established, you've made your money, you have your friends, you, you know, for the most part, we don't all really even make new friends at this age. We're younger people, thirties and forties, you're still building your circle. Especially 30s, like you're building that. Right? Donnie always says this, there's three phases in your life. There's preparation, execution, and reflection. So you prepare, you execute, which is the big span of like building your life, your kids, your relationships, your friendships. And then after you've, you know, secured all of those things and you've, you know, built your life, then you're able to just enjoy it all and reflect. And you don't have big, huge changes at that stage of life, at the reflection stage. And I think some of them are already have moved on a little bit to reflection. They might be transitioning out of execution and moving into reflection. And what do you think reflection is? Like 50 and over? Yeah, kinda. It's almost like the best time. It is. You don't need the drama at, at that age. And that, and, and unless you crave it, you need it. You know, some, some, some people, and it was, I can't remember who said it to me about when Vanderpump was kind of coming and wanted to get into this Twitter thing. And I said, I'm, I'm just not going to do this. I'm not going to have a Twitter war with you here. You know, I didn't say anything bad or whatever. And I can't remember someone said, oh, she just loves the attention. And I thought, gosh, you know, at this stage of the game, you know, you're successful, you've got everything. Like, why would you want to get into a Twitter war with someone like me who's not, you know, on a TV show? I'm just really, I'm just a viewer now. I'm, I, you know, come on. It's such a small, I'm a viewer. I'm just a viewer that's got an opinion. <laughs> Right. And I mean, she doesn't need the fame. I mean, like Lisa doesn't need to be written about for the next 15, 20 ever again. You know, the whole world knows the name Lisa Vanderpump. Right. Like, I, I didn't understand it, especially because I didn't feel like, well, I, I think that, that Us Weekly kind of twisted it a little bit and made it out to be that I said something negative. And in that regards, I would say I understand. But just, I didn't even read it. I mean, like, this sounds so obnoxious. This is gonna Do not take this the wrong way. But like, this podcast is in the press so much that like, I don't even read the fine print. I, I know that sounds awful, but it's just, you're just like, okay. Yeah. No, I that's, just read the big overview. Right. If something big happens and there's something, yeah. But I was shocked. I was like, this isn't Us Weekly. Like, I mean. <laughs> because it's her. Yeah. And if she wouldn't have said anything, then no, no, it was probably what I said that really started it. It was what I said. But then she was, I mean, it went back and forth because there was one blog that laid it out and it, I didn't realize it. They were just like, and then Lisa said this and then this. And I was like, oh, she's really in this. 
she didn't like, and I understand it, she didn't, because that was a big knock against her. She didn't like that I said that she, um, you know, kind of produced the shows and tried to make things happen. And it's not to say, saying that that's such a big, broad statement to say she produced the show. She didn't produce the shows, but, you know, when a scene was flat or something wasn't happening, that she would kind of try to steer it a little bit. And honestly, they're all, to some degree, guilty of that. Everyone is. But she did more than others. And then the other, some of the other wives didn't like that she did that. And that's why she took it personal and I think got upset about it because I said something that has kind of like, she's not been able to shake. And a lot of the other women did not like and caused grief. But what would she do? Like say to the producers, like, we need to move this into the other room. I'm going to throw it. Like, I mean... No, no, no. I think it came down to more where she would try to like say things and she, and it was probably to the point where Erica called her a sniper that she shoots from the side. Cause she would, she would, you know, if she had someone that she could do the dirty work or remember, Oh, one of the best things that I ever saw and she wouldn't like this, but I, Hey, let's be honest. It was good TV. When Teddy said something about like I won't remember when Teddy said like I won't do your dirty work she wanted Teddy to take the fall something with a dog and Teddy yes. said I won't something like I don't know what she said she wouldn't lie for her she wouldn't do this or whatever do you remember that yeah I don't remember exactly the line or whatever but that's the perfect example because she was close to Teddy and then you know she's 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 funny and you like her she's a she's a great lady but then if you don't go with the flow that's not good she's not happy then well that is not reality tv you can't always come out looking like smelling like a rose well that's why that's why she had grief with some of the other wives because she would try to control the situation and the newbie kind of would get a little you know I don't know why it's such like a, uh, why is that like such taboo? You know what I mean? Like, why does she even care? Like I, I would own it and be like, I mean, I don't know. Like, why is that so dirty that you try to produce the storyline? Like, why does she take that as such a negative? Cause that's really all you said. You didn't call her any names. No, you no. Didn't... Yeah. She tried to, you know, make the story a little bit more juicy in her, in her view. Or, or, you know, make it a little bit more viewable. I don't know why that's such a negative. I don't, I, I, that's how the show is made. That's, somebody's got to do it. But it's what's, in a way, she views you as like an equal because there have been other people on this podcast that have said, I mean, a billion, literally a billion times worse. And there's been no response. It's just that I think you are, you know, the same age approximately. You're, you've done, you know, you're established. I think it's that you are her equal. That's what I think. Because I'm telling you, like, I've had other people on here that are in her life or have been in her life. Again, I'm not coming for her. It's just, there's a lot of guests we have on here. Whoa. And there was no response. Maybe it's because she knows I really don't care. I mean, I'm not trying to be on television. Right. I'm not trying to have a Hollywood career. I'm not trying to open a restaurant or, 
I'm not trying to do any of those things. I'm like I said, I'm just a viewer now, <laughs> but I have an opinion and it's fun. I mean, who knew you and I were going to meet and talk, but we become friends. Totally. <laughs> we're going to have drinks when I come to New York and the COVID's lifted or you come to LA. I mean, something tells me I'm going to be in LA before you're in New York. I don't know why I feel that. Because we have the weather. But you can come to, I mean, technically I'm supposed to come to there in like November, but we'll see. I, I, have, I have friends that are flying all over the world. I mean, not the world, but in the US. And I mean, people are traveling. Oh, I've, I've gone to the East Coast, not to New York, but I've gone to Maryland. I've gone to different places. And yeah, it's, I, I don't, nowhere is it more locked down than California. I have not been to New York though, but Yes, because if you come here, we need drinks. Totally. It's so ridiculous here. It is, I mean, and there's a lot of people that are scared to death. And I'm not saying they shouldn't be. If you're a high risk, yes, take care, do all the things. But people who are young, healthy, washing their hands, not touching their face, wearing a mask, you can go outside. We were, I mean, in New York, you know, in the beginning, we had the brunt of it. And so we really were locked down. I mean, whether people, you know, but I followed it all. Like I was really locked down. And then we're just somehow New York is low. Then low, there's low numbers now. Our numbers went up because the kids went back, high, or I'm sorry, college kids went back and then they infected each other. But now the universities have closed, so they have to stay in on the grounds. But our death rate is very, very low. Okay, so that's good. But I heard something yesterday or two days ago that in October, um, there's a good chance that the numbers could shoot up again because the, the virus will have a big... That's rebirth. what everyone says. So that's where you're like... But I mean, I might be there in November, really. Like, I just have to figure it out if I'm actually coming. But I, I might be. So well, that I, I know I know people that have had it in, in elderly and everything and no one's had a hard time with it at all. I'm not saying I, you know, go out yeah. and lick the hand railing or anything, but I don't think it's gonna the, the, the number of people who are dying from it is very, very low. Right. It's just like anything else, like a calculated risk. Like you have unprotected sex. There's other plenty of risks with that, but people do. It's like you just, I think it's just like a personal thing of your own comfort level. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about about the reunion? Did we cover it all? I mean, Dorit is my MVP of the season and Rina is my most changed. Like I, I think it took this season for me to wake up and see a different Rena, which everyone's been seeing for years. I'm telling you, I had blinders on because of Melrose Place. I'll, I'll be honest. Okay. Um, I would give Dorit, yeah, I would give Dorit my MVP too. I really liked her this, this season. I really, really did. I felt like she did a great job straddling the fence between the side, and she really, everything she said was spot on. Um, I saw a different Rena. I mean, yeah, when I did it, I was strange. But I understand it's a show, and I think that she does make a great show. I, you know, there's a part of me that I would hate to see her lose herself, the good, you know, who she really is because of reality TV. But 
I do think she's delivering for Bravo in a big way. I think she's, you know, I mean, really, we like to read the best, but Renna may be the MVP of the season just because she made the season drama. Yeah, I don't think Renna's going anywhere anytime soon. No. No. I think this is the role of her life. Yep, I agree. She's good at it. I mean, in, in you know, someone said something on Twitter because I said, you know, that Renna was good at it or whatever. And, you know, and some people said, how can you say that someone who's so mean and blah, 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 blah is good? And I'm not, you know, I understand. And I, and I don't like that. It would not be my choice. I wouldn't do what she did. I would not go after my friend. I, I, even if Denise wasn't my friend, I wouldn't go after her in that regard because of her kids and her husband. And she clearly did not want it to come out. She handled it wrong. Denise handled it wrong. But in the same sense, you just don't kick someone when they're down. And, and clearly she did not want it, but she could not get off the ropes. <laughs> and she was down. Like, I mean, she looked defeated the whole season, but then at the reunion, I mean, she just looked like, oh, I mean, a deer in headlights. Like just, this woman has had enough. Like when she got up and walked off, I thought, oh, thank God please don't come back. And then she came back with her bold in the beautiful script. Like she was busy. And, and Andy was like, just put the paperwork down. We're almost done. We're almost done. I, I, I want to say, just close your computer down and walk away. But she, you said she was trying to get another deal. That shocks me. Yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I don't know the number. So it could have just been so ridiculous that they were like, we would never take this. But I do get it. Like, I mean, I am miserable in situations and then I'm like, for a certain amount of money, I mean, right. whatever that is, I <laughs> think most people have some price. It could be a huge price. Right. Loose. I wonder what she, how much was she asking for, like $2 million a season? The rumor was like her whole package was already at $4 million, which I don't see how that's even possible. No, there's no way. When, I, when we were in Napa we had a, one of our friends that was with us was on antibiotics because he had whatever and he couldn't drink wine but we were drinking you know phenomenal hundred point wines everywhere we went and so everywhere we went he had a spit cup and you know he's spitting out screaming eagle and you know romani conti and all these like really phenomenal wines and we started talking at the dinner table how much would it how much money would it take for you to drink the spit cup and i i mean we started off at ten thousand, no takers we went to twenty thousand, no takers and hundred thousand. we did not have one person that was willing to drink his spit cup but eventually somebody would have a million dollars to drink a spit cup i might it did, i would have to yeah say, but i could retch just thinking about it I mean, was it filled up to the top? Well, yeah, we were saying it had to be a decent amount. I mean, it couldn't be like three gulps. Believe it or not, you just drink it and then you just like Bro. down vodka or something after to kill all the germs. <sighs> but I really, I mean, maybe I'm just a cynical New Yorker of how the world <laughs> works, but I really do feel that you don't want to do things in life and then there's just short of it harming your children, your husband, your harm ones, like if no one's going to get harmed. Right. 
physically there are just prices that people are willing to do things. Sure. I, to be honest with you, I think that's how every housewife event, not everyone, because some people love it, but I think there's so many housewives that would love to quit after, you know, but you get to that six plus year, five plus year, and especially outside Beverly Hills, you know, because the Beverly Hills women are the wealthiest, mm -hmm. even though there are smoke and mirrors there in a lot of situations. Oh, trust me, I know. You know, but they're still wealthier per se than other franchises where like, you just can't say no to the money. And then that's when I think the show becomes your life and you blur things and you're creating, I don't even know if it's all conscious. I think subconsciously you sometimes create things just to bring to your storyline. Sure. I think that there's, a, I think the level of celebrity that comes with it is probably also a, a decent draw. I, Cause I think yes. for the women that, that, you know, wanted to be actresses, wanted careers, wanted to, you know, do all of these things. They're dying to be famous. And, you know, I think the housewives delivers that. But the, but the weird, the hard part for me is, is if everyone hates you, is that good? Even if you're famous, you know, you're famous, but they all hate you. But you have people like a Rena who wouldn't care. Although they all fight back. I mean, that's what I don't understand. Like if it were me and everyone hated me, I wouldn't, I mean, unless you're paying my paycheck or you're like my family or my friends, like I don't respond to any of that stuff online. Like 99% of the time. I mean, it's different. You know, Kyle, I mean, you know, LVP, but like, it's shocking to me that they get into it with random strangers that hate them to it in like six hours. Yeah, I think that happens sometimes, huh? Yeah, but everyone hates them, but there's but don't enough- do just block people then? Don't they just block? That's what I do. I had some, I just block someone. I mean, I, I don't get upset about life, but I just had someone who was like a total mask shamer who, when I'm out with my friends in New Jersey, the next day over where it's allowed to sit at your table with no mask, I mean, mm -hmm. I take pictures with no mask on. I'm not taking a picture with a mask on. Right. Yeah, exactly. So this happens over and over, you know, and this one person was mask shaming me, which I don't believe in shaming people because I believe mm -hmm. everyone does what they want. And then finally right. she started like adding people. Like she would say like, just say like, does at Catherine Edwards, does at LVP, does at like knowing the business that I'm in, which none of these people would care, but I'm just like, sweetie, don't back me into a corner. Like, exactly. I'm gonna block you now. Yeah. Now I'm not. I'm now you're done. Right. Like I've put up with this because I really didn't care. Right. But, but now you're, you're trying you're... to like threaten me, right? By adding Erica and, and all these people, and nobody cares. But I, I now you piss me off. So I'm just right. gonna hit the block button. Yeah. But you would think so. But it, it's it's very strange. Like I don't know. I I think the psychology of housewives is just. I could talk about it. It's just, it's so, it's, I don't know. It's, it's the psychology of like, I agree with you. Why 90% of these women would do it if you don't need the money is just, you are opening up your life to so many possible problems. 
even if you don't have so much that can be exposed, I always say you could dig to China with me. I, you're not going to find out anything other than the fact that, you know, I was married to Marcus and, you know, somewhat involved in the OJ thing. That's, that's big. Right. But I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? I'm just right. a, yeah, on the side. But if someone has something, I, I, for instance, Erica with this, with being a, a stripper, go-go, whatever. I mean, that, and she said, you know, she was nervous about letting the other ladies who now are clearly her fa- friends see that and were they going to judge her? You know, it's different when you know people and you call someone, someone a friend and then you expose a part of yourself or you, they find out something about you that would make you vulnerable and hurt your feelings and embarrass you and, you know, paint you into a light that isn't, you know, attractive. And that, in that regard, yeah. But I think that the idea of being famous or promoting another career or whatever that may be is bigger than the fear of being outed for something that you're maybe not proud of. Yeah, because I've said this a million times, I think fame is like one of the most addictive drugs. Mm. Until you either have it, you go through it, and then you don't want it, but like the allure of it, just, I think, I I do. Because you can't be doing this for the $60,000 in the beginning. You can't. Yes, if you make zero, like a lot of these housewives do, and you need some money, yes, who would it take 60 grand? But that is not why you're signing the contract year one. It is for the potential fame. And yeah, it's potential tons of money, but I still think it's the fame. I I do. I think that's, I think it's a little different with women that are good looking and have you know, some money or whatever it is, and they kind of see themselves as somebody. I think that women like that, I think that, you know, I'm really a perfect example of it where someone say, well, why did you do it? Especially knowing the fact that I was being brought on because of Faye Resnick and the whole thing. I just, I, I was curious. And I think that some, I think that there's got to be a certain amount and you think that you can do it you see all of the interaction and if you're kind of like a you know an assertive you know outgoing extroverted personality you think you'll hold your own and you don't think you're going to get eaten up you don't think that someone is going to be able to get you and you know my situation you know oh I wanted to ask you because you said that in the beginning how you liked and then loved Erica, so in my season, in the beginning, when I came on, you must not have liked me at all. Well, I don't like, it's funny, because I was just talking about another podcast today, and it's, I pointed this other situation out, like Joyce Gerard, like season four. Like, I don't know if you know right. her. Yeah, I do. No interest. I did not like her on the show. Like, I just didn't, I thought, I didn't like her. I just, I did not like her. I just, I thought she was not the most interesting. Joyce has been on my show. I've kept in touch with Joyce. She is by far one of the most lovely, lovely, wonderful, does not care about fame, is not looking to be in the middle of it. I love her dearly. I cannot say enough about her. Right. So, like, I did not like you because you were against Erica. I just, 
I feel like there was so much going on that I was just drawn to like an Erica. Listen, I'm a self-respecting gay man. So at the beginning, you bow down to the house that is Erica Jane. Right. You know, and it's not that I don't like Erica now. I just, because everyone, I just, I think, and I give Erica credit. I think she's in this, I think there's certain housewives that are like these elite housewives, like Cynthia Bailey on Atlanta. She's just, doesn't candy burst. Like they don't really bring that much. But yet, no one's firing Candy. Like, Candy is Candy. Like, Erica, and I give her credit. This is not a criticism. Like, she's just in that, like, she's Erica Jane. Like, we're not getting rid of her. Right. But if you really boil it down, I don't know what she really brings. Like, she doesn't, like, what we're talking about before, like, she doesn't want you to see her personal life. Right. Like, Tom is off limits. It's just, but I did not like you. I just think that I was so like enamored with like Rinna and Erica and just like my mind was there. When there's um, two wives and there's like a conflict, do you, do you usually like take a side or no? No, that's the thing. That's the part that I don't really understand. Like the thing is if I liked Brandy Glanville, Mm -hmm. I would have been like, Team Denise and Team Brandy. Like, I like them both. Okay. But I just felt for Denise this whole season, and I don't particularly love Brandy. I think she's too sloppy for this group of women. But I never get into, and especially knowing people in real life, like, I, I get caught in the middle all the time where I legitimately am friends with one person and friends with another person, and they both absolutely hate each other. Do you feel like, I, I have some friends like that too, and I'm like, oh gosh. Do you feel like you have to be neutral doing your podcast and you got it, you have to not really ever say who your favorites are or say who's not great for you? 90% of the time. Not that I'm afraid of my opinion being out there. Right. But I'm just like, but I still want to book this other person as a guest sure. eventually. Sure, sure, sure. Having said that, there are people, like, when you do me wrong in the real world as a housewife, then I'll say everything I want about you. So right. it's not just like, so that is the other thing about these housewives. They mm-hmm. do feel that because they're on, it's almost not like a level playing field. Like, they do think that they're on, you know, that because they're on TV, like, First of all, no one's going to take my side over theirs, but like they will just cancel you. They, they, they will just block you. So like I'll get blocked. I've gotten blocked by certain people because of nothing okay. I've done. Like say that like you came on my show and say what you say about LVP. And then like it's, there's been situations where all of a sudden they noticed like LVP blocked me and I didn't even fucking say anything. I mean, she didn't. But that's just an example where I didn't even say anything. I'm just sitting here right. asking questions. You're just doing your job. You you have a podcast and you're the talk show host and it's your job to ask the questions the same way it is for Andy Cohen. So that's where I have. So you then, have to remain Switzerland a little bit. You have right. to. But then when that happens, now I fucking hate you because you wouldn't do that to Andy Cohen. You wouldn't do that to Barbara Walters or Diane Sawyer. Okay. But it's just, it's just because you think I'm some low person on your totem pole, just because you're on TV for five years or 10 years, when in actuality, I might be wealthier than you. 
right? You know, I might be like, you see what I'm saying? Like in life, I actually do have more money than you and I'm much happier than you. And I'm right. much like, you're the most miserable person I ever met. And yet, right. Yeah. You think that you are up here just because you're on a housewife show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So there that's are, what it's, uh, and and there are those women for sure. Yeah. So yeah. that's what it's like. It's just such a fucked up dynamic. Yeah. That yeah. like once you block me or now come after me, like now I'm now I want nothing to do with you. Well, then it's personal. Right. Yeah. And sure. now I'm pissed off, and now I'll say whatever because I didn't do anything. Thank you. You know, like. Exactly. Yep. And so I'm not afraid to speak my opinion, but it's just like a lot of times, yeah, and, but even, yeah, but it's not even like I have to force myself not to speak my opinion because a lot of times I just don't necessarily have an opinion if that's weird. Well, I like, suppose because you're also talking to people, housewives that were there, that are in it. I mean, what is your opinion? You can say as a viewer, this is what I feel, this is what I saw. Yeah. But, who else can is there that is going to tell you the way things are and how it goes more so than a housewife? Yeah, and you know, like yes, like I'm Team Denise because I feel bad because she was getting dumped on. But what I don't understand is like where we started this conversation. Like I don't understand. Like I don't get the emotional highs and lows. Like people hate Teddy. Like I don't understand. I mean, this is going to sound crazy based on what I do for a living, but I talk to all of you and know you. Like I don't understand hating someone that is on a tv show right that you don't know like so intensely right those are the people there was someone with the whole lvp thing and 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 i always wonder if there's you know if these people they're just dying for the moment to tweet with somebody you know who has the blue check and and yeah they whatever they can say and then as soon as you say something to them they they back down or whatever but this per and I blocked him, her. I don't even know who it was, but um, they started they started cursing, and I I just thought, what is wrong with you? I mean, are you that big of a fan that you know you're gonna curse at someone who was on a show five years ago, who just is saying the truth? You know, but that's it. That's their life. Yeah. Or the same thing. Like when, like I'll like, cause sometimes I get like a lot of calls by the media to give quotes when things happen. So I got a call yesterday to give a quote about Teddy. Mm -hmm. I always give it. So, I mean, I posted it, whatever. It was neutral. I I personally did not say any, I just made a statement about, am I shocked or not? But then there's a million comments. Like I hate Teddy. I love like, I'm not even in the conversation, but just the intensity of it's just like, it is what it is. Bizarre. Like this has happened. So, and I don't know, like the world is fucked up right now. So like, this is really your, like, I I, I, I like talking about it and talking to people and talking about the drama from the season. Like all this was fun, but then like, 
I don't take it to such a, an angst level. Right. There's much more to get angst about. And I mean, I guess I should be thrilled that people do because they're listening to my podcast, but I don't, right. Like I've had people on back to back where like this one hates that one. And I'm like, okay, well, I love you and I love you. So figure it out. Yeah. I'm not picking a side. It's just when people come after me and they always come after me, not because of something I said. So that's when I'm like, and to that extent, like if, Really, I'm not Andy Cohn. So, like, really, for you to come after me, like, now this is bullying. Like, you're blocking. Like, it's like a bullying thing now because I didn't do anything, and you think you have this much bigger platform. Right. Which maybe you do, but that could change tomorrow, and then you're never going to work again. Absolutely. 100%. So then where are you going to be? Exactly. And, and the majority of them, that is the case, unless you're Denise fucking Richards. Denise fucking Richards will be just fine. She is. She's fine, regardless of what happens. I mean, I'd like to think that almost all of them are just fine. They'll go back to their life, whatever it was, and, and be all right. If they had a fucked up life before they came on, chances are they're going to have a fucked up life when they leave. But if everything was okay, and... Honestly, I don't think except for someone like Bethany Frankel who made $100 million or whatever the amount of money is, no one is really changing that that much. I agree. I always say Bethany won Housewives. She's won. 100%. She's the, she's the poster child for the, the best. She gets the award for the best scenario situation. And like for everyone who thinks maybe one day she'll be back, let me tell you, she's never coming back. Oh, if she did, I would be shocked. That ship has sailed. For why would she? Why? Like, what do you, you, the truth of the matter is, and I don't know, maybe for, I mean, Rena, she's putting food on the table. I mean, she, this is her career. And so that's good. I, and, and she always has a little asterisk next to her name, in my opinion. Um, but the majority of them, you're, you're, I don't think that the majority of them are, are making enough money even to, live on it for the rest of their lives. If they stay on for five seasons, six seasons, you're not making, after you pay everybody, you're not making retirement money. Well, that's my point. So that's my point. Like, so there's a housewife of New Jersey. I don't need to mention the person's name. And she said to me, you know, I may not be like the most exciting, but she's like, when this is over, I actually want a career, like a real career. Like she has other things going on, you know? And she's like, when you act like this other person over here, like there's no career after this. Thank you. Like as a writer and like, no, you're not going to go work the Bloomingdale's camp. But like, you know, there's things, if you act like a certain way that you can do. I feel like that with our foundation, Donnie and I have the best defense foundation. And I don't, when I go in someplace, I, in, even in my small little time, I don't want people to look at me and say, oh, you were on the housewives. I feel like it takes away from what I'm coming in to talk about or to do. It, yeah. That, and I always say this. I say this. I say this about you. I'm friends with this. I don't know if you know Anna Kinkose. She's from Miami. Joyce. There's a small group of housewives that we're on that are truly living a life now. Yes. that are not looking to talk about the show. And it, 
95% of the others, and just because I didn't mention you in this speech, doesn't mean you're not in the category, but they just, it's years late. That's the thing about Teddy. I really believe Teddy will go back within like two months to living a normal life and just, I, I don't think she's going to be one that is talking about it forever. I really don't. No, no, I don't, I don't either. And you know, what's really funny. This is, this year is really the first time five years later that I've talked about it at all. And Every time someone asks, I was like, oh, you know. <laughs> I, don't I forced to you to come on my podcast and talk about it. No, you know what? It's just, I don't know. Sometimes it just, it, it felt like enough time had passed. And I am just a viewer that knows maybe a little bit more than the average Joe. And, and I think it's interesting for people who are at home watching to know what they're watching. Because there's too many people that take all of this at face value and take it literal. And that's nuts to me. I think they need to know that it is not that. Yeah, and again, maybe it's because I know what I know. I don't, I just assume that like in 2020, people know some of what it really is, but I lot don't. You live in New York City, you know a lot of people in probably a bunch of different walks of life that are successful and have, you know, climbed the ladder and you've watched them go up, come down, you've seen it all. There's a lot of other people that have never met one person who in their mind they would say is a celebrity. They've never met their local newscaster. And so it's a different, it's a different thing. And I, I remember when I moved to California from Wisconsin and I saw the Hollywood sign for the first time, I was like, oh my gosh, wow, there it is. Okay. You know, it, in my, in my mind, I never thought I'd see it. And then when you do see it, everything, you know, everything becomes normal really quickly, but it, in your mind, what you build things up to be, it's huge. So if you hate someone on television and you, you know you're never going to meet them, you really hate them. If you love someone, you really love them because you don't think of them as real people, I think. Right. And, like, I'm okay with, like, excitement. Like, get excited. I'm excited. I mean, this is why I do this for a living. It's just when somebody could be, like, a horrible human being right. as a person and yet we put them on a pedestal just because they're on our favorite TV show. Like, I'm not taking that away from anyone. It's just like, for me, like when I know the person in real life mm -hmm. and I'm like, you are a horrible human being. Right. I mean, I'm not going to ruin it for anyone else, but it's just like, don't just idolize all these people just because they're Right. Because you wonderful. like what they're wearing and they're right. on television and they drive a nice car. And a lot of them are wonderful, don't get me wrong, but like I've met some wonderful people through this. It's just not everyone. No, not everyone. Right. There are some real assholes. There are. And it, for me, the people that I put into that category of real assholes are the people who treat other people who they don't think they have right. to be used to, that they treat poorly. Right. And that's when it's like, that's where I get back to like, okay, so like you blocked me. Like, I'm okay with that. It's just that like, the thought that you think this person is so disposable 
because they're under you in the entertainment business and yet you will kiss someone's ass. And I get that that's how it works. I, I get it. But it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's not right. It's not proper behavior. It's like talking negatively to the crew. It's just not proper behavior. So like, we've come a long way in the world. We just have a little bit longer, way farther to go. Yeah. I think all of that is, the majority of that is just jealousy and misplaced anger. And in most of the time when people act that way, it's really how they feel about themselves in a lot of ways. Yeah. And that's why nothing bothers me because like, if you're happy, then no one could get to you. Like, exactly. you, right. There's really nothing you can, like, it won't phase you. I'll keep, move on. Keep moving. Keep it moving. Like, okay, you cannot be a guest anymore. Fine. I mean, okay, fine. I mean, done. Another casualty. There's 8,000 other people that I'll have to just focus somewhere else. Like, that's what I, that whenever I talk to younger girls, you know, and they're going through things, I always say, I always tell them that the majority of people who you are worrying about what they think about you, they're worrying about what you think about them. And when you're talking, a lot of people aren't even necessarily listening. They're thinking about what they're going to say next. So don't invest your emotions and your, your feelings of needing to be um, liked by them. It's, it, they're, they're not your people. And like, I really, truly believe this. I really, truly believe like whatever is meant to be, it just is, happens. 100%. Yeah. So I just feel even like bad things that happen, I just feel like you just, like you can't control, it just happens. I always say rejection is the Lord's protection. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Right? Yeah. Well, you need to come back on. You've been amazing again. I love you. I love you. See, this is what I love about this job. Like you legitimately meet people that you are like friends with and enjoy, you know, it's like authentic and has nothing to do with anything other than this is how we met. Exactly. So funny. So you, you, you do not come to New York without telling me. I promise you. As okay. soon as I know I'm coming, I'll buzz you before and let you know when I'm coming in. Because I'm flexible. Sure. And if I, uh, if I come there in November, I'll definitely let you know. Okay. I'll be there. So everyone needs to follow you on Instagram. Yep. Cat, K-A-T Edwards, Cat Edwards 8. And tell Donnie, thank you for letting me steal you away for this extended period of time. I, I, told him, I said, you have to stick your face in here. He just said, I don't remember what it was. They were just saying again, hottest house husband. And I'm like, he's still, his name for however many episodes he still gets on there. He's, he's, still, he's, he's in the top. Oh yeah. Well, honestly, he's the best looking one out of all of them in the whole history. He is. And I'm biased, but I, even still, if I that's, was. Listen, that's a whole nother show. We can go down and we could even keep him out of it and we could objectively go down and talk about some of these choices. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I would love, I mean, it, that's not nice, but I would, yeah. I'll find a way to make it nice. Yeah. <laughs> so. We'll try. <laughs> Text me. What will I keep in touch? All right, sweetie. Good to see you again. Good seeing your face. Have a great night. Stay warm out there. Thank you. I'll talk to you later. Have fun at your dinner party tomorrow. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. 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 
Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.